I feel like when people talk about like cooking from the heart or like putting love into your cooking, sometimes I feel like that's uh it's just like not measuring. Yeah. <laughs> just feeling it out. Like you're some type of like monk who's put a blindfold on to like fight without sight. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Wait, now I want to watch Blindfolded Chef. Is that a TV show? They just take celebrity chefs and put them in a kitchen and put blindfolds on them. And they're like, all right, good luck. Watch out for those knives. <laughs> I don't know how well that would work out. Uh, probably pretty bad. Probably. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. I think we might actually have a, a massive runaway hit on our hands. They'll have to figure out everything. I guess you could do it by taste or smell, like all the spice jars that they find. They're like, what is this? And then it's like a hot thing. You would have to have. Funny. Okay. <laughs> You know, it's funny. You know how um, uh, certain musical and play productions they have. I, there's a word for them, but they're people in black, like black morph suits, mm -hmm. and they like move things around. But they're just supposed to be. You're not. You're not really supposed to acknowledge them. Yeah. What are they? What are those guys called? I don't know. Anyway, you need like two of those guys in black morph suits who are like the supervising the whole thing and like. If the chef is about to shove his hand into like a, a stove that's currently <laughs> on or like pick up a knife by the wrong side, they just like maneuver them, him like out of the way yeah. or like get her away from the blades or like whatever it is. Why do they have to be wearing oh, man. morph suits if the chef is blindfolded? Um, I'm picturing, uh, I just kind of want an injection of like Japanese game show comedy to the whole thing. Okay. And I think like having the safety people be very strange <laughs> like not just a dude with like a hard hat on but like some w wacky morph suit people doing sort of like cartwheels to like yeah, save like acrobatics the chef to, yeah, yeah yeah okay so, like yeah 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 i'm i'm in it now took me a, took me a second but i'm there hello this is together alone a dating advice podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving anyone dating advice i'm olivia forehand and i'm married and I'm Henry Roberts, and I'm a blindfolded chef about to use a big old knife as a fork. Oh, no. Ah, about to skewer your entire hand, Jesus Oof. Christ style. I guess that wasn't a knife. That was a nail. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're going to crucify <laughs> Henry. That's, that's the, what the... <laughs> and I'm Henry Roberts, Jesus Christ, super chef. <laughs> that's the punishment for the loser of the show you get crucified okay that's yeah dark. my, my anyway. food would be great if it weren't for the stigmata just kind of get into everything uh so welcome thanks olivia to this very spooky episode of together alone it's full of frights it's full of freaks that's true it's full of fun <laughs> 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 okay are you going somewhere with that Nope, 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 not at all. Okay. Speaking of going somewhere, do you have anything for us? Um, I do. And speaking of going somewhere, I found a couple lists of Halloween date ideas. Ooh. Take your date out to the movies and then slowly reveal that you're a werewolf and Kill everyone around you. Wait, what's the plot of the thriller? It's like he's a werewolf they're watching a movie where he's a werewolf and then they leave the movie theater and then he's and a zombie? And then he zombie? is the werewolf. Or I, is he a werewolf again? I Shoot, it's been a while since I've seen Thriller. Um, so I found one list. Cute Halloween date ideas for teen couples. 
to try brackets 2019. So this is the from the before times. So don't do these things now, but you can go back in time and do them if you're in 2019, I guess. Um, okay, so like some of these are pretty tend to costume party and matching outfits. Visit the local library to read about the history of Halloween. That's a great date idea. What? Super romantic. Okay, you're you're a librarian by trade, so I, like, I don't <laughs> want to go dunking on libraries, but a library date where the goal is to research Halloween. the history of Halloween sounds incredibly niche. Like, oh man. Yeah, like libraries are great and fun and cool, but maybe not the best holiday-themed date spot. Like, that's such a weird... <laughs> Um, I also, I liked, get impressed by giant pumpkins at the Pumpkin Championship in Half Moon Bay, California. So you have to go <laughs> to California. Fly to California during Halloween. And then... Uh, I'm still thinking about the library <laughs> thing. Like, I don't know, maybe you go and you find an old tome and you're like, hey, babe, look at this. Maybe this has some, like history about the spookiest holiday and then you start you open it up and it's a, and it's a bunch of latin like, well book. i don't know latin but i'm just gonna read it out loud anyway and then suddenly demons demons <laughs> <laughs> and now the date is exciting that's true surprise your boyfriend with a just because gift that's, that's not nothing. a halloween thing um it's worse than the library <laughs> Trickster watching on the lawn. Prepare some sandwiches. Roll out a picnic blanket for a fun time. So while kids are walking no. past you to go up to no. the house to get their candy, you're supposed to just sit there and watch them? You just picnic like on the front lawn and then they're just going to go to you because you're there. And then they're going to... This is going to go terribly. And then you... You're going to have to give them all your picnic supplies. <laughs> you won't have any sandwiches to eat because you gave them to some five-year-olds. Uh, paint his nails Halloween style, or you can get him to do your nails, but it will probably be bad. <laughs> cool. Um, read books together. Okay. Very. Okay. We're back to the <laughs> we're library. Back to the library. Um, play Stardew Valley. Okay. Well, Stardew Valley has a Halloween thing. Yeah, but it's like a so do game, a lot of games. So do most games. <laughs> Stardew Valley is not in and of itself like a Halloween game. It's not spooky. I this person is just describing things that they do, <laughs> I guess. Like they go to the library and they like play Stardew Valley and read books. But spooky. Spooky. Uh, take a stroll in the neighborhood. Check out the neighbor's Halloween decorations and watch the little tricksters do their rounds of trick-or-treating. Why are we watching children so much? It's a lot of, yeah, watch. It's very watching children. It's a little centric, creepy. Which is not what you should be doing, I don't think. No. If you want to see kids in costumes, just like wait at the door with candy because that's the whole thing. Right. But you don't need to like. You don't have to go out and like look for them. <laughs> set up like a bird watcher with like <laughs> binoculars and like camouflage. Um, just hang out and listen to your favorite songs. Okay, again. <laughs> These are just Not, things. That's nothing. That's just a thing you do. I mean, they didn't even bother to say spooky songs. No. Bake some Halloween cookies or cakes. Don't worry if you fail. It's all about the experience. If you're bad at it, go to freaking Walmart. They're full of like Pillsbury pumpkin cookies that are delicious and extremely festive. 
and you still have to like slice them and bake them so it feels like you're cooking. There you go. Do that you go. while you better hand <laughs> out candy at the door yes. instead of- This is actually a pretty good plan. Put a big pumpkin on your head, grab a bunch of knives. <laughs> I think I'm describing like the Halloween <laughs> special of our blindfolded chef cooking show. Um, I did a quick Google and uh, MasterChef has done blindfolded cooking multiple times. Gordon Ramsay has carved an entire chicken blindfolded and they've also <laughs> made contestants cook blindfolded. I'm making a note of this now because I'm already preparing to get a barrage of text messages from all of our friends who, who like, watch MasterChef and are thing. like, yeah. And then we're going to get a follow-up text um, by about two minutes later saying, oh, I texted you too soon. You talked about that. Yeah. So we know here we are. <laughs> um, okay. And then the last teen idea was let, let your boyfriend takes pictures of you in a cute Halloween costume for your Instagram. Okay. This is the worst. Who wrote this list? I guess a 12 year old. I don't know. Well, I don't want to make fun of a 12 year old. I she, do. She did. She did. All right. Let's do our own. That's better. better. We'll see. We haven't even gotten to the adults one. Watch a horror movie on Netflix, comma, remember to cuddle. Like, duh. That's like, a, that's a, yeah, wow. Oof. Um, okay, there, it's based, some of this is like the same. Go, go picnic, and then in parentheses, or just people watching in the neighborhood. That's a, that's a suggestion specifically for the grown-ups Halloween date yes. ideas? Watch men, women, and children in Halloween costumes. Do people do this? I really hope not. I did the whole trick-or-treating thing throughout my childhood and into my teen years and arguably a little bit longer than one would. Um, I do not recall bystanders. No. Like they're just to watch the costume procession. No, either you're in it or you're like... You're handing candy. Handing and that the candy handoff is when you get to like check out the costumes. Right, you don't... And you can even like, you can have your own secret rating system and be like, this kid's costume owns bones. I'm giving him triple candy, you know? <laughs> I actually, I one year I uh, went as a inflatable sumo wrestler. Mm -hmm. um, maybe a little more questionable now, but I was a child, so yeah. cut me some slack. Um, and... It the fan, so it's like a big plastic bag, skin colored plastic bag with like a fan that it keeps you inflated. Nice. The fan broke and died within one house. So like just, I, I hit one house before it died. You're just a saggy. And so, <laughs> yes, and so the whole suit just turned into like this big fleshy trash bag that I was now wearing. <laughs> yeah. And there was no time to, I was with a group of friends that uh, we had been, so like we were allowed to go do our own thing because we were young tweens in a, in a pack, which was safer. Uh -huh. um, and I couldn't just like leave and do anything about it. So I had to spend my whole Halloween like this. And it's very seared into my memory. And there was one dude well into his 40s uh, where I knocked on the door. He answered and was like, what are you supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, sack of potatoes. And he's like, huh. And then just hands me like one minuscule piece of candy. Oh, no. I'm still mad at that guy. <laughs> Still mad. He's like, not good enough. <laughs> Some of these are like kind of the same. First, shop for matching Halloween couple costumes together. So the date is the shopping. And then okay. dress up for a Halloween costume party. So don't even go to the party. Dress up for the yeah, party. Yeah, <laughs> so they're really stretching out. They're like, buy the costume, dress up 
with a costume and like, then go go to I a guess. thing in the costume um, there i got three it sounds like me like writing a paper <laughs> that i really don't want to write you know regular ass stuff go to haunted house go to a corn maze um make a bloody mary cocktail then drink it together just one uh, bloody mary isn't i mean okay <laughs> it has it has the words bloody mary in it but it's so common and it's so frequently like ordered and it's like a just French like a drink. morning yeah, yeah like alternative to the mimosa it's there's it yeah and they're no, not that's the, they're not good like that's not a romantic drink no to be drinking. you're just filling your stomachs with like tomato so like just acid soup. basically um you're drinking soup um, okay, I'm just, this last one that I just, uh, go trick-or-treating. Bring a kid or two if you are way over the appropriate age group. If you don't have a kid, borrow your little cousins, nephews, or nieces. Oh, my lord. So, like, your your relatives have their own ha- Halloween plans, and then you're going to be like, actually, can I steal your children because I want to date this dude? Yeah, and just to be clear, like, if you do this you're still not trick-or-treating you're just you're supervising children like right. you, you don't go and get candy from them like you don't put a bag out and say candy please <laughs> right like you you're babysitting now right uh yeah this date is essentially yeah it's baby babysitting it's just fine don't but get candy you should you should be doing it because you're just like wanting to be a part of these kids lives or help out your whoever yeah, that is their parent but not like but not like using them as a prop for for a this date. is a fun date i'm gonna yeah babysit this kid i never see boy seen. this sure is romantic <laughs> watching over these children that aren't ours right so what are some actual things that you yeah. should do we're gonna say spooky dates like namely for the month of october but not maybe not specific to halloween mm-hmm. you can we can have some halloween specific ones in there but just in general spooky dates for the month of october also I like this idea of of seasonally themed dates. Mm -hmm. I know that this is probably a pretty normal thing for people, but I have not really thought about it very much. (laughs) (laughs) I the one thing I one of the things that I did like from those lists or like that I kind of extrapolated from those lists is um, going to a big Halloween costume shop uh, as a just a light fun date. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe you get like lunch beforehand or dinner afterwards or something like that but the just the the process of going shopping at one of those costume stores kind of feels like an event to me um especially the really large ones where it's like a warehouse of costume costuming going in there and just like playing with all of the little doodads and gizmos and trying on different costume stuff and just kind of getting lost amongst the the costumery is so fun it almost feels like a like a goofy museum trip Mm -hmm. uh except you can buy the things at the end uh and instead of paint it's a lot of fake blood um so i think that's cool Mm -hmm. that that sounds like a fun 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 date idea i'll go to that with friends or on a date or whatever what else do you have any i mean i think if you like being scared doing a haunted house or a corn maze or whatever like that could be fun i've done those i've been to like one haunted house with some friends it was it's fun and if it's like it ex- it's an excuse for you to like hold their hand and grab their arm and be like, oh, I'm so scared. And it, go- it goes back to like that roller coaster scary movie mm-hmm. uh, date concept that we've talked about, where if it if it if if you're both down for it, it injects like some extra excitement. Yeah. That then kind of funnels into whatever, however the date is going. Yeah. Um, but if one of you so that could be fun. hates it, 
and is just yeah. like having a horrible time, then it's going to be like the worst day ever because they're going to be like, oh, ha, 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 I'm having fun. And then you're going to be in like a cold sweat and like yes. actually terrified the whole time. Yeah. So make sure your date is like cool with, with spooky first. Right. Yeah. Um um corn corn maze is awesome doesn't have to be a spooky thing there's plenty of autumnal corn mazes i don't i guess you just refer to it as like a corn maze but there's lots of uh at least in the south and midwest there's lots of um it's like a farm it's farmland where they have set up a corn maze and then they've also put up other fun sort of fall things like corn pits and pig racing and like uh some light carnival-esque games and like you can get nice little autumnal foods and things like that those are like made for dates that's like it's primo you know you get a little food you get a little fun you get a drink it's a great time um what do you call those i don't know like a fall i'm just thinking like a fall festival like a or like well yeah so like fall festivals are awesome and it's for the same reasons but i feel like fall festivals are like an event that happens somewhere one day and is gone whereas these things like pop up in literally a field for like a month and then they're gone so i don't know it's like a it's like a I don't, it's the carnival equivalent of, for, or the fall equivalent of a carnival, yeah. I guess, where they just pop up and they stay open for a while. Yeah. In the parking lot of a strip mall, and you're like, I don't exactly. think I should ride yeah. that scary spinny ride. <laughs> I'm going because to anyway. It's made, it's held together with duct tape. I, I, I try to go to one of these fall farm things once a year, and every year I also try to bury myself in corn because they usually have a corn pit, and I, it just seems like an opportunity for me. Um, <laughs> I don't really know why, but once it started, it, it has not stopped. But last year, it got a little dangerous get... because I did. Yes, I did get a corn kernel lodged deep within my ear canal, <laughs> yeah. like beyond the reach of most instruments. Um, yep. And it it took several hours and a rigged vacuum cleaner to, to remove that kernel oh my from my ear. Good times. See, you talk about a corn pit like it's a well-known thing, but I've never seen one in real life. That's funny. Um, I've only ever I, the first one I saw was in Nashville. Well, just because it's where I've lived doesn't mean I've been to see it. I'm just saying. I think that city has corn pits like all around it. You just gotta like walk outside. You'll and just you're gonna fall find into a corn one. Pit. Yeah, it's dangerous it's like out there. It's quicksand, but it's a corn pit. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. It's pretty self. It's a big pit full of corn. It's a pit full of dry corn kernels. <laughs> what if it was wet corn? <laughs> oh my god! Just like. Squishy, oh! <laughs> you just kind of, just kind of, you quicksand into the. And then corn. the more people it, that have used it's it, just cream the like corn. creamier it is. Oh no! This is the cream corn pit. <laughs> and then you can order cream corn, and they just like turn around and scoop some out oh. and hand it to you. Delicious. It would have to be like on a big heater to keep it hot. It's just a, it's just a, it's a cream corn vat. <laughs> We, let's call up Yellowstone. Maybe we can rent out one of their geysers fill and just corn. fill it with corn. Yeah. How much corn would it there. take? That's a that's a math problem right there. You are correct. <laughs> that is a math problem. <laughs> the average cavity of a geyser is somewhere around 100 meters cubed, and the average volume of a corn kernel is 0.28 centimeters cubed, which means that you can fit around somewhere around 357 million <laughs> corn kernels in a geyser oh my God. um and there's about 511 corn kernels on a corn of cob which means you can fit about just under seven hundred thousand 
corn ears of corn <laughs> worth of kernels in a geyser to make the national park's ultimate cream corn i'm really glad we figured that out yes you're so welcome it's really important what were we talking about corn pits and corn pits dates. take your take your date to a corn pit take your right. date to the we've, world's we've largest that. vat of cream corn uh what other what other halloween spooky dates um None of these are good for right now because you can't do anything right now. Yeah, what's spooky? What's a spooky date that you can do in the spookiest time of all the times? 2020. Go to a party where everyone's dressed like hazmat guys and you never take off your masks. Just going to a party should be pretty spooky at this yeah. point. You might die. Just to go back for a second, I earlier on we were talking about I was talking about Michael Jackson's thriller. <laughs> And I couldn't remember how the story went because I, I simultaneously remember him being a werewolf and a zombie, yeah. which just doesn't make any sense. Um, there's a, there, it starts with them watching a movie in a movie theater and there's someone wearing a suit that I'm certain Michael Jackson has worn, uh, but is not the suit that he's wearing in the movie, in the music video. So I'm not sure that the werewolf is supposed to be him in the very beginning. Uh, and then they leave the theater and he becomes a zombie. Okay. And then at the very end, he's fine again. He was never a zombie. And then he lets off a smile and he has werewolf eyes. Oh. So the reason why I remember him being a <laughs> werewolf and a zombie it's is because, because he is in fact a werewolf and a zombie in that music video. Well, that's just Which confusing. is wild. He's a werewolf zombie. Well, he was a werewolf and then he got bit by a zombie, obviously. <gasps> and I was an undead werewolf. Undead. Obviously. Do you become a werewolf by getting bit by a werewolf, or yes. is it a different? Okay. So he has. Deal with he just keeps getting bitten. <laughs> zombies, vampires, and werewolves all—it's all a—it's a, a bite mm -hmm. transfer. Why is that? Because, um, people are real kinky. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> if I get bitten by a mummy, I don't turn into a mummy. No, but I've just been bit by a mummy, <laughs> and I need to put some neosporin on it because, like, gross. <laughs> But, oh yeah, you don't have any bacteria in that mouth. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in that thing. It's all desiccated, but like, it's not going to turn me into a mummy. So is a mummy just a zombie wrapped in toilet paper? Oh shit! Does that mean I will turn into a zombie? And then we'll have to come wrap you up to make you a mummy. To turn me? In, it, oh my god! Obviously, that's how it works. I guess a zombie, I guess a mummy is just a classification of zombie. It's just like mm -hmm. a zombie subtype, isn't it? I think it? so. Oh, shit. It's just Which, zombie that but, has been mummified before. So so being bitten by a mummy is a real threat. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've never even thought about this. You have this. to add that to your list of things to watch out for when you're walking home at night. For real. But then like a vampire is also undead, but no one's calling them zombies. Well, I don't know if they are actually Are dead. all monsters zombies? <laughs> <laughs> We've cracked the code. I thought, um, is, is Dracula not dead? I thought he was, I thought like he didn't have a heartbeat. Well, I think it's, I think it's a different, it's a different process though. And also mm. you don't become a vampire just by being bitten. I thought you did. No, no, no. You have to also then, it's like you have to drink the vampire blood to get turned. Nah, yeah. uh, you don't have to bite the vampire. Yes, you, you do. Read friggin' uh, Interview with a Vampire. Like, that's what happens. Okay, I googled how do, how do I become a vampire? Um, and 
on QR Victoria Salter from 2014 gave a very thorough reply, starting with with caution and thought. <laughs> so already we're off because neither of us listed caution or thought. Da, 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 da. This is just a long warning against becoming a vampire. Does a human become a vampire when their blood is drunk or when they're bitten? Depends on what story you're reading. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bram Stoker, there are two ways. Either the vampire fed on you and then gave you some of his blood, or simply drinking the blood was enough. And then Anne Rice, with Interview with a Vampire, same thing. The vampire has to drink your blood to the point of near death, and then he or she gives you a drink from his blood. And then I think it's only more recent things where it's like you just get bit to get turned. I don't think mm. I'd want to be a vampire. I'd take the immortality. That sounds I nice. I guess it depends on whose rules you're following. Oh, that's true. You think it's like a big stuffy bureaucratic process? No, I just meant like from which uh, mythology. Oh, <laughs> I see, I see, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could just be like a, a bunch of red tape, you know? It's like, God damn it. You have to get like a new vampire social security card. Mm -hmm. and It's like a whole process. A vampire license. Your identity. And yeah. You have to get like a notarized photo of you standing in front of a mirror and your reflection isn't showing. I don't think you'd show up in the photo either. Oh, so you could just have a photo taken of you and they're like, there's no one here. And you're like, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, I guess you're real then. And you get your license and it's just like <laughs> this where your face should be. It's just wallpaper in a chair. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, that checks out. If vampires are invisible in, I guess, wouldn't they be floating clothes? If you yeah. were to see yes. the reflection. You're really cracking well, this, no, yeah. Well, no, because like, Matt and I just watched, there's a new Netflix movie about vampires in the Bronx. It might be called Vampires in the Bronx. I don't remember. And there's a scene where they see the one vampire in the mirror, and it's like whatever they're holding is floating. But it should be floating clothes, too. Yeah, it should be a real invisible Unless man situation. Unless you have, like, magical vampire clothes. And then you got to talk about, like, does your hair also... Well, that's is part that of also you, see -through? though. Yeah, but it's it's just like inert matter. Like your hair is dead. Yeah, is but so are you. Invisible. So. <laughs> oh, ooh, touche, touche. No, I think we've cracked it. I think all vampire clothing is made is made from woven vampire, vampire hair. Hair. There you go. Yeah. Do you think they hold on now? Uh oh. Hold on. Uh oh. I, I think we've actually really gotten to the truth of this. Do you think there's a a vampire lives a vampire livestock? industry <laughs> where there are vampire farmers throughout the vampire belt and they raise vampire sheep and vampire cows and turn the wool and uh hide and leather from these livestock Undead. into vampire mm -hmm. clothing and it keeps the invisible vampire clothing industry rolling i mean you just can't wear cotton because <laughs> there's no way to bite a cotton plant properly. undead cotton um, I mean, in the, the, was it the little vampire with the kid that sure. was from, um, I think Stuart Little and the girl that plays Susan in the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, he like moves to Scotland with his family and then he makes friends with the little boy, but the boy's a vampire. And then there's like vampire hunter guy. And then he's trying to save this family and break some curse and, there are vampires. Well, thank you for the full summary are, <laughs> of this movie. They're vampire cows. Okay, all because right. Because they're like trying not to feed on the people, I think. So they go to feed on these cows. 
And then the farmer keeps going out and like there are fewer and fewer cows out during the day. And then he finally like opens up the barn door and they're all like sleeping, hanging upside down in the barn. Oh, yikes. Vampire cows. All I remember about this movie is the cover, which features a scary little child that's a vampire. And I think Whoopi Goldberg? Is she in it? I don't think so. Is she in the mix? (laughs) No? This is a fever dream? Oh, she's not in this. Why am I picturing Whoopi Goldberg? I don't know. What vampire movie is Whoopi Goldberg in that you're Uh, thinking of? She's not in one. She's never been in a vampire (gasps) movie. Then I don't know what the fuck you're thinking about. We got to call her up. It's time. Whoopi, you're you're leaving the view. Your true calling is here. Put on this cape. (laughs) It's it's made of hair. A very Whoopi Halloween. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe just one quick Am I the Asshole? Okay. Um, this is submitted five days ago by Throw R-A-Z-L-H. I'm guessing it's Throwaway. Um, am I the asshole for not letting my girlfriend see what's inside my secret private box? <laughs> the explanation is my girlfriend found my box in the attic. Fortunately, it has a lock on it, but she's been bugging me about it ever since. She keeps asking me what's in it, and I keep telling her that it's just some stuff that are private and personal to me that I don't want to see or talk about. That's everything. (laughs) And the top comment is, you are the asshole for telling me you have a super secret box and not telling me what's in it. (laughs) How big is the box? What, what, is it a body? There's no dimensions given. Is it trophies from all of your murder victims like why don't you want someone knowing what's in your box what's in the box it's a string it's got to be a string if spongebob has taught me anything it's that it's a string or it's gwyneth paltrow's head spoilers (gasps) for whatever that movie was (laughs) (laughs) if does it count as a spoiler if i can't even tell you what movie i'm spoiling i mm, i don't know i guess not he was dead the whole time see it doesn't well, matter. Yeah. No one knows. Still haven't seen that movie. Uh, everyone knows. That's like, <laughs> if you look up like a, a the definition of a spoiler, I think that's the example that they give you. I can't even think of a movie to spoil right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to the secret box okay, just for a second. box. It can have one of two things or both things in it, right? There's just, there's just two things in this box. And it's porn. some type of sex toys or porn or drugs. Those are like the two things that would be in this super bo- secret box. There's super nothing box. else. Unless you're um, unless you're like, yeah, unless you're a crazy person, but I'm assuming you're not a crazy person. So it's just two things. Like Well, yeah, or it's like really embarrassing poetry you wrote when you were like no, 14. But then why are you why I, do you still no. have it? Yeah, and you it'd be way less conspicuous if you just had it in a notebook in a drawer you know, bookshelf somewhere, full yeah. of yeah, or a drawer somewhere. There's so much easier ways, but if you have a secret box, there's just That's two locked. things in it. Just the nature of having the box means there's just two things in it, and everyone <laughs> just knows what those two things everyone are. Everyone knows in every box there's either dildos. Yeah, if, it's, if it's locked <laughs> and you're not allowed to see what's in it, or heroin, and they won't tell you what's in it, though that's what's in it. Like you're you're telling them what's in it by omission. Right? Can you can you think of anything else? I mean, poetry, I don't know. I, I really don't think it's poetry. Yeah, unless you're keeping, like, old letters or photographs from, like, the one that got An away. Ex. Yeah, and you don't want your girlfriend to know because you don't want her to know you're still pining over Jessica, who left you for Beatrice. It was I a whole so. thing. Beatrice. <laughs> I don't know. 
That's fair. I guess they could yeah. be. A, I mean, I would say digitize those and then just like put it on a hard drive somewhere. But sure, sure, sure. Maybe you want the physical. Maybe he has uh, a collection of really spooky puppets. They're cursed. And if he unlocks the box, his, <laughs> the cursed puppets are going to come murder him. And the curse is such that he can't tell anyone mm -hmm. about it. It's for her own good, cool. really. Now that's spooky. Now I'm interested. <laughs> the curse of the murder it's puppets. A, it's a haunted box. That's what you got to do. You don't call it your secret box. You call it, oh no, honey, you can't go Here. there. That's Put that back. That's the haunted box. Put that back. It's full of ghosts. You fool. <laughs> and then if they get mad at you about it. They can be mad at you because they don't believe in ghosts and you do. Yeah, but. Which is like a whole different kind of argument. You know, it's a much more philosophical quandary. Right. It's like you got you to gotta respect my deep, deep, true concern that if you open this box, it's going to release a thousand banshees. And then Scooby and Shaggy are going to have to go and like reclaim each of them in a strange offshoot series. Yeah. But it's going to be rough. That's, but at least you're not like keeping something. And like Scrappy's going to come along and that's going to be awful. No one wants that. So you don't do it. Just keep that box shut. Do you know what I'm referencing right now? Yeah. The Scooby Doo movie. No, not the movie. What's it called? Scooby Doo and the Thousand Ghosts, I think. Or it might be 100 oh. Ghosts. No, I'm thinking of the actual Scooby-Doo, the live-action Scooby-Doo movie where they go to the island and the like souls of all the teens are being plucked out of their bodies and Scrappy is behind it all. <gasps> Scrappy was behind it all the whole time. <laughs> Scrappy was behind it all the whole time. It was actually called The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, oh. which is a much smaller number than I thought. It's a, It was an offshoot series where... Uh, a box got Pandora's box got opened and a, I guess 13 ghosts. ghosts came out <laughs> yeah and they had to like travel around with Scrappy and some kid in a yellow tracksuit that you never see again speaking of speaking of Scooby-Doo I uh I watched uh Ghoul, Ghoul School after we talked uh, about it after we talked about it this past week um I was a little off some of the things I said about Ghoul School I would like to maybe amend uh in this episode the reason why all the monsters are girls is because it is a school. finishing. It's not even just a girl school, but it is a finishing school, okay. which was something I had to look up. I've never heard of yeah, it before. Yeah, where you learn manners and shit. Yeah, you <laughs> learn how to like be a proper lady of society, uh -huh. which is a lot. Um, and also when their their parents show up, it's exclusively their dads. And there's no explanation for that, okay. except what you might be able to infer which is that monsters are all the boys. adult monsters all are all boys yeah <laughs> and so to the extent that they're not even allowed to have mothers like even if you come up with spooky children they just have fathers yeah. so it's like hi dracula uh, so not, dad hi dad, dad werewolf dad ghost dad, dad mummy. mummy yes that's yep that's it um and that's never their mothers are never mentioned so that's fun. I do like the idea of just a bunch of single father <laughs> <laughs> monster men, but I'm not exactly sure that's what they were going for with no. it. That's enough. <laughs> I've had enough of myself. That's it. That's all. Thank you all for listening. Um, thank you, Matt, for your song Together Forever Nameless. Together Forever. Together, to together Forever. Together Forever Nameless. Together Forever. Mm. Go check us out on all the social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Together Alone Pod. We're on Twitter at Together Alone Pod. And um, we have an email address that you should use. It's TogetherAlonePod at gmail.com. You can send us ideas and questions and 
topics to talk about and like weird date things that have happened to you weird date things Please. that have happened to your friends that time you dated a ghost and share our show with your friends Please do. This has been Together Alone. Tell your spooky single father <laughs> werewolf that he raised you well. <laughs> Bye. Bye.